Hey, hi everybody, and welcome to episode 28 of the Double XP Podcast, your one-stop shop for video game news, commentary, and the occasional rabbit hole. My name is Mike, and today I'm joined by... Hey guys, this is uh, Jonathan. How's it going? And Jonathan. Uh, Some of y'all do not know Jonathan. Jonathan has been one of mine and Patrick's best friends for years on end. Uh, Unfortunately, Patrick is not going to be able to be here tonight for this first portion of our recording due to uh, his computer having a little bit of an uh uh-oh. But Jonathan, if you don't mind, just introduce yourself to our listeners and fans and who's nots uh, to give them a better understanding of who you are. Hey guys, uh, I'm uh, I'm in my 30s, been playing games for most of my life. Uh, uh, RPGs are a big, uh, one of my big uh, things that I enjoy. Um, uh, Yeah, I'm not usually really good with all these uh, little ditties, but uh, yeah, welcome. This is me. Awesome. All right. So first portion of this little ordeal is going to be a little different due to the fact that we are doing a pre-recording right now on the day that we normally record. And these are basically our predictions for the Xbox Series X game press conference. And we're just going to give off three predictions a person. Uh, luckily, Patrick texted his predictions to me to talk about on the air. And then we're going to watch the live stream. And we'll get back together on Thursday night to record the rest of our episode to go over our predictions. Cool, cool. Yep. So with that said, we're going to get straight into our predictions. And these are straight from Patrick, also known Bloodthringa. He is saying that there's going to be a lot of gameplay and information about Halo Infinite. There is going to be a lot of brand big name titles coming to Xbox Smart Delivery. And he says there's going to be some type of new Fable game. I agree with one of them. We all know about the Halo Infinite's going to be a thing. Not real sure about the smart delivery. My predictions are we're going to get a release date for Psychonauts 2 because Psychonauts 1 is by far my favorite game, almost as favorite as Bioshock. We should hear some type of news on a Fable. Uh, I don't care if it being Fable 4 or if they are saying, hey, we're taking Fable's one through three and remastering them with all 100% new stuff and then putting it out on the Xbox Series X to hold us over until Favor 4. And I see a new game coming from the people behind We the Happy Few. Those sound like uh, pretty solid uh, predictions. I, I would uh, My main uh, guesses would have been Halo Infinite and um, I'm having a brain fart. The well, of course, Halo, Halo Infinite uh, would have been one of the big ones, uh, and Psychonauts, yeah, Psychonauts. Oh yeah, Double um, Fine. I loved it when uh, Tim Schafer came out on stage and said, "We have been acquired by Microsoft Studios, and now Double Fine is a part of Microsoft." So, with that, I was just like, "All right, cool, cool. I will get it on Xbox. I do not care or PC. Uh, I just want to know more about my Psychonauts too." Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I've not played much of it, but hopefully, there is. Uh, going to be more on fable um but if i had to i'm gonna i'm gonna go with some uh outliers i think i i've uh heard some about uh, a potential uh new release for a shinmui game that could be pretty exciting i I would have to go with uh, halo Uh, i think um i forget i forget where i may have seen this but uh i i have a feeling they're going to be a number a number of uh rare games coming out um Similar to the collection that they uh, released, um, that they may be releasing sequels to um, Perfect Dark uh, to uh, 
perhaps cameo um, and bringing back in the same vein as um, Crash Bandicoot and such, uh, bringing back some of the uh, older uh, games, kind of a nostalgic feel. Uh, I imagine we'll bring in a lot of people for the Xbox One uh, X or the whatever it's called, Series X. Series X. I, yeah, they're they're numbering is hard. Agree. It it's it, I mean you've got Xbox Xbox 360 Xbox One Xbox One X Xbox Series X. It's, they're they're not the best at naming things, but I mean PlayStation ain't any better. PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Three Slim. PlayStation 4, PlayStation 4 Slim, PlayStation 4 Pro. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like iPhones. You got 1, <laughs> 2, 3, 7, 7S, 7 Plus, 7 Plus S, X, 11, XR, 11 Pro Max. So, yeah, those are some solid predictions. I uh, really hope that we see some turnarounds and hopefully not everything gets leaked on the internet like everything's been getting leaked here lately because apparently that's just all this is. There's no real, like, grab you by the nads and be like, aha, you didn't see this coming kind of moments here lately with uh, some of these press conferences. So I'm really hoping that there was some stuff that did not get leaked. And that would be very impressive to the audience themselves. Mm-hmm. I know uh, I forget where I saw it, but I, uh, some of the excitement before really the, inter- the internet was uh, when there were games coming out and we didn't have any idea about it. Uh, and then you'd see it through E3. And so uh, there was lots of hype, and so hopefully we can get back to some of that with uh, minimizing leaks and such. Like e- even if the leaks, even if the leaks happen, people being responsible enough to not um, send it out to the world. Absolutely, but then you got those people who just want to ruin all the surprises and fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. Which sucks, but happens. I've seen, uh, I've been watching some gameplay for the uh, Ghosts of Shima, and it looks amazing. And so I, I imagine. Uh, it's very possible that they will re-release it uh, on the Xbox Series X. But it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Then, uh, then uh, never mind. <laughs> well, just like that Mario game I was thinking about them re- releasing for the uh, Xbox. That's totally going to work. Oh yeah, the Mario game that plays only <laughs> with a PS4 controller. On yes. Xbox Series X. It's, it's a game... collaboration for the years. It's, uh, it's that one game that mom thinks we're all playing. Oh, splendid. So we'll watch the show and then we'll get back with everybody here in a moment. And we're back. So we've all got to sit down. We've all watched the game press conference from Xbox. And now we're going to go over what our predictions were and what they came out with. And everybody joining us now is Patrick. Hey, I am here for the second half because... Things went crazy with the computer, and I got a fix, and we're back. Ha. Yep, yep. So luckily, he made it just in time to get into the last bit of the episode, so we didn't have to do one without him. Yes, made it. Yeah. And joining us again is Jonathan. Hey guys, it's me again. I'm back. I don't have computer problems. You don't. You do have computer problems. <laughs> you don't have computer. Yeah. Tomato, potato. Exactly. Tomato, potato potato uh all right patty so we got to finally sit down we got to see this game press conference from xbox and them going over all their first party titles uh and i had two cream my pants moments oh oh wow um let's see i i guess if we're gonna talk about that kind of seriousness <laughs> um i had at least 
I don't know. Okay, maybe two as well. I, there was a lot of moments where I was like, oh, yeah, that, yes. But then two moments where I was like, I am super excited. What were you doing with that? You're just going to go with that? Yeah, I'm going to tell, I'm going to, I'm going to give you those moments when we get to those moments. Okay. I was going to say, do you just want to tell me now? No, I want it to be a surprise. All right. So as we know, Xbox came out, they did some trailers for a bunch of games that we already know about, and they did a few world premieres. Uh, it was a great 56-ish minute show. I have to say the very last end of it, that oh. one that one little one minute at the very end, it set oh. me over. I was so happy. That is one of those moments, by the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what I really liked about this press conference was like the first half was some talking about the games and developers. And then like the second half, like the like the last 25 minutes was like seriously gameplay after gameplay after gameplay after gameplay after gameplay i was like every time i'm like all right we get a little break and i was like nope world premiere i was like oh here we go xbox exclusive well here we go again launch exclusive yeah which i really enjoyed so i I liked like there's a dynamic between good press conferences and they go both ways like um the one we talked about the the devolver one last week yeah that one was a really good one but they talked a lot and it was like a show yeah, they and put on more of a really show than the whole gameplay situation. Yeah, and Xbox didn't try to put on a show. Instead, they brought in some developers and talk about the games, but then the most of the time it was gameplay or trailers or stuff like that. And I was like, yes, if you're not going to put on a show, don't beat around the bush. Don't act like you, you know, don't don't make it a script thing. Just show me gameplay because that's what yep. we're here for. And that's what we got a solid, good... What, it's probably say about 45 minutes of it was like straight up gameplay. It, it was good. I, I highly enjoyed it. I can't wait for a lot of this. And one of the best thing about it, every single game that they talked about, showed, or said anything on during this press conference was all going to be available on... Well, it's not was. It is all going to be available on Game Pass. Yes. Yes, it is. And that is... That alone, when I saw... like, Because I was thinking, okay, there's going to be a whole bunch of independent developer games and there was a bunch of them but that's kind of what i was expecting a whole bunch of games you know nobody is gonna play really uh or at least not on a large scale but this was like seriously good games it it really was i mean we can start going down that list and i mean to start us off we we all know it was coming we all saw it halo infinite okay so this is one of those moments for me because i was expecting halo infinite stuff and i was expecting halo infinite to kind of be what halo has been the last few years but dang this looked really good oh it did it looked like a callback to the classic halo like halo one and halo two i mean it it's got like an open world element to it and uh i just when when okay yeah just when when spark the the one guy the bad guy i don't even know what his name is or anything but he's talking to Master Chief, saying this is going to be our final battle. This is the last fight for us. Let two legends, either one of us die and one of us live, or we both die. Like I was like, oh my goodness, I have not been pumped up for a Halo game like this since like Halo 2 or Halo 3. Ugh. I was, was excited. Uh, yes, I pretty love- cool, but it, uh, it made me think of Thanos. It, it did have a Thanos feel to it. <laughs> You're right. You're exactly right. I like that aspect of like the only thing that really just drew me in was the warthog. As soon as oh, I saw yeah. that warthog, I was like, "Oh, I get those driving skills back." 
Oh yeah. And just it, whipping turned it. Turned it on the engine. Oh yeah. I remember it's just you turn pop it, it on and you're go. going. Yep. yep. It's a little it's oh, the yeah. little details that you just oh, yeah. get like that subtle oh for. And I mean and we're back on a halo. We're yes. not on random planets anymore. We're on a halo. Uh-huh. And I like the feel that it had that it, it looked sandboxy to me. It looked more open worldish. Yes, I like how that. Gears of War went, and they made it more open worldish with their extremely huge level. Yeah, so yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to exactly, play out. Exactly what I think this game is going to. I mean, I think that's kind of the whole name of Infinite is kind of trying to add to, is that this is going to be basically open world. I don't know if it'd be true open world or not, but it's going to be massive. Yeah, I mean, they said it's bigger than their last two games combined, which is insane. That just goes to show you, it, I. I I have high hopes for it. Can't wait. I hate the fact they didn't give us all release dates for any of this stuff. I they just gave us years because then that would have gave us the release date for the Series X. And I'm just true. like, well, darn. It's true. I was but hoping one of you'd slip up. Right. So they, they did that on purpose. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's being so quiet. We don't get prices. We don't get nothing. No. The only thing we've gotten so far is that Microsoft is upping their production from i believe six million to nine million but now they're also putting in a factor onto their website that if you go onto playstation's website to order a playstation it's limiting only one per address one playstation per address yep hmm that's probably fair it is because the thing about it, it i feel it's gonna limit down on bot buying yeah so like people buying out inventory then turning around and selling it for a profit markup yeah yeah that's a big problem. That happens in like everything. Oh, absolutely. And then it, that's not going to stop them from going into a retail environment and being like, all right, I'm here. My wife's here. My three kids are here. I'm just going to go in, buy it, give you the credit card. You go in, buy one, give her the credit card, go in, buy it, get them the credit card, go in, buy it. And just keep repeating that cycle. At yep. multiple stores. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, I, this is, I, I know we're still talking about the Halo thing, but this, this Xbox, I am more excited about than uh, I'm always excited about new Xboxes. I'm an Xbox guy, but I always have this lingering thought of like, should I make the jump to Sony and go to PlayStation? But to be honest, uh, the Series X, I don't, I, I don't have that thought right now. No, no. I, I, after the, I'll admit I'm biased. I'm a Microsoft guy, but I don't have that. Like, because normally it's like. I don't know if if PlayStation does this and I'm going I'm going there. I mean, I'm just going to do it. And of course they haven't done the one or two things I've said like, "Oh, if they do this." But dang it, this looks this this console's got me excited. Oh, yeah. I I can't say I'm biased. I think I have my fingers in probably every system right now. Yeah, I would say you do. Yeah, and it sounds like you're fisting Xbox. Well, it's just Microsoft in general. Oh, okay. I I don't like I don't know. The corporate idea of Microsoft, I don't like a whole lot, but man, they put out some good products when they, they do. I mean, I like every I other everything we saw was played on an Xbox Series X. So, I mean, just seeing it and seeing how lifelike, real, crisp, oh, yeah. the lighting, yeah. all that, it was just like, okay, yeah, I see you. I see you. Don't get me wrong, the PlayStation looks just as good, but there's not anything that's sitting in the back of my mind going, man, I should probably get a PlayStation for this reason. Like this is the first Spider-Man time Morales, I, feel like Morales. Is, I feel like Xbox is matching with like even like exclusives. Like I saw this, and I was like, this is like legit exclusive. This isn't like, oh, we got Forza again, even though that was on here. But 
That's like the only exclusive they announced for the last the last Xbox. It's like, oh, you're gonna get Forza Motorsports Four, and you're gonna get another Halo game, but you know it doesn't look that great. <laughs> but this time it's like, oh, by the way, most of these are gonna be Xbox exclusive, and if they're not Xbox exclusive, they're Xbox and PC. Yeah, and then I mean, regardless. All of it is on Game Pass. You pay that Dang. monthly subscription. You're not having to pay out anywhere between $29.99 up to what might be $69.99 for the game. And then you just yeah. play it. You beat it. You get tired with it. Just uninstall it or remove it from your queue. And then you want to get back into it. Poof. Stream it. You're ready to go. I'm and they're bringing it to mobile. I was say, yeah. Then I, I, I feel like they just kind of threw it in there slyly too. Like, oh, and by the way, you'll be able to play with this on mobile. Yeah. I'm sorry. Was- what? <laughs> that was for Destiny 2. Yeah, like, I, excuse me, through Game Pass, I'll be able to play this on mobile through cloud streaming? Yep. Hold on, I missed that part. Did we talk about this earlier? Back it up, don't hear anything else? I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> They've been beta testing it for the longest time, too, but I'm I'm excited for it, and I want to see how it plays out for mobile. Finally got an official thing. I don't know. There's a lot of cool technology coming out. Also, hey, y'all, cross-platform stuff, you know, for non-exclusives just kind of makes life easier as a console owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I still get to play with my friends even if they don't buy Xboxes. Uh, Jonathan Michael. Uh, I have, an, I have Xbox. an Xbox. I know, but usually y'all <laughs> are PlayStation people. No, usually I'm Switch. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you're definitely a Switch person. But yes. Jonathan's usually a PlayStation person. Yeah, I think I turned my Xbox on like a few months ago to update it. Uh, that's, about, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he both goes. He just goes, Michael, Jonathan, we joke. We have Xboxes. I started off with Xbox in this uh, this go but around. Generally, generally speaking, yeah, that's true. You did actually start off an Xbox this time, didn't you? It was cheaper. Part of me, oh, I don't, yes. I don't know how Sony's going to do their thing, but I can see Xbox having a stronger start uh, this go around, especially with the Game Pass, because if you nobody's working, nobody's making money. Mm, if you only point. have to spend. A couple hundred dollars to play the next system and then your monthly fee you're set you don't have to worry about going out and buying games right the smart and, move i mean you're exactly right and especially because you're already going to be spending bucks a month on xbox live anyway and i don't know if it's going to change but currently xbox live ultimate pass is 15 dollars a month and comes with xbox live gold so what's another five dollars a month if you get all those games true that's 60 dollars a year extra so you're buying one extra game one and getting all of them. Yeah. All these. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that's on Game Pass, which I'm coming to the conclusion it is not, you do not get the games for free. You pay a monthly subscription. It's just 10 times better. Well, it's actually 9,216% better than Gamefly. That is. Oh, then Gamefly? Oh, yeah. Because it's the exact same amount as Gamefly. So you're paying the same amount as Gamefly, but the thing is, it's instant for getting a different game and you're not just renting two at a time, sending them back, waiting for them to be returned and then getting the next two. It's literally like, all right, beat it. Uninstall, install, poof, let's go. 15 minutes later, done. Yep, exactly right, which is excellent. Yep, my little take on Game Pass. I'm telling you, Gamefly, Gamefly is the Netflix of video games. They just need to drop the mail-in service and get a digital service. I don't think they have the money or manpower or resources for servers and streaming services like that. No, you're right. PlayStation's got their own with PlayStation Now. Xbox has got Game Pass. 
it have to be PC, and Xbox's Game Pass is good for that anyway. Exactly. If anything, Gamefly can just shut down, or people who live out where there's really crappy internet but can get Gamefly, then have at it. Yeah. I know a guy at work. There's a guy at work who uses Gamefly. I don't... Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I can understand for, like, brand new releases. That's that's about it. Yeah. Hmm. All right, now let's move on to these world premieres. A Dust yeah. Falls from Interior Night. It's an interactive drama. What'd you think? Um, it's. Uh, I think it's going to be good for people who like that kind of game. Actually, I think yeah. it's going to be really good for people who like that kind of game. It's not my cup of tea. I don't like the interactive storytellings and whatnot. I'm more yeah, of an action-based kind of person. Basically, it's just making choices and then watching what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I, I'd never was much a fan of most of those games, but I did play uh, at least part of it. Uh, the, I think the Wolf uh, Within. Wolf Among Us. Wolf Among Us, yes. And that's a, that was a pretty good game for, for what I played. I heard, I heard um, as Dusk Falls compared to, essentially, uh, the new version of Telltale uh, games. Hmm. And so if that is the case, it could be, could be uh, really good pretty thing. good for, for those who do like uh, that type of game. Yeah. I mean, Telltale games has been pretty dang successful to play with those kind of games. Mm-hmm. So if that's if that's following in their footsteps, then it could be pretty good. I mean, it looked like an interesting story, so maybe so. Then we had from Insidian, we have a foul. This looks really good. I literally got Skyrim vibes off of yep. it. I was, I was gonna say oh, yeah. Elder Scrolls uh, Six. What? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it has. I don't know vibes. what was going on, but as soon as he like shot that arrow, it went down into the well. Then you're just like in first person view. You draw the sword. You draw a sigil, and then your arm tarts turning purple. And then I guess you see a fire breathing dragon in the cavern in front of you. I'm just like, okay, I, I see you, Elder yes. Scrolls. Because yeah, they uh, you know this goodness. I think this is gonna be really good. They, I mean, uh, they have a good history of really good games. I mean, they're responsible for the Outer Wilds, which they also uh, debuted their DLC that's coming out for the Outer Wilds during this press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, hold on now. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds? Outer Worlds, yeah. Yeah, I've been saying Outer Wilds, wasn't I? My <laughs> isn't bad. There, isn't there an Outer Wilds? There's two games that sound basically the same, and it's Outer Worlds, and I think it's Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds is a game on Game Pass. Yes. Okay. See, I knew it. Also, they did like their one of their first games was uh, Knights of the Old Republic Sith Lords, which was the second one, and that was a fantastic game. It, it was a little rushed, like I think they re- they just wanted to push something out, and they got it out, and it was it was still pretty good, but it just wasn't finished. But it was still pretty good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Also, so Fallout New Vegas. Yes. Yes. Next from Playground Games, we've got something. That I know I and many others have been waiting on for a hello long time. Fable. Splugh. That's exactly. It, no, <laughs> I'm at the, and it was at the very end of the press conference, and he's just talking and talking, and then out of nowhere, he's just like, "Oh yeah, one more thing." And you just see a fairy flying around, goes up, sniffs a flower, then gets yanked back in like a cinematic, uh, cinematic little like drama, eaten yeah. by a toad. Goes up, you see a castle, and then it just comes across the screen. Fable. Oh, I was man. like, oh, yes, the chills. <laughs> uh, uh, it looks it, just fable and graphics and uh, 
I just want to know, is this going to be Fable 4? Are they going to brand it as Fable 4? Or is this going to be a completely rehaul of Fable and they're starting all over? Uh, to me, it looked like a new Fable story. A new not, Fable not, IP? Not, yeah, not Fable 4 and not a remake of the old Fable. It looks like a redo, like a rehash of the Fable series. A reamp or something like that. Like a re like a reboot, but not starting out at number four. Starting out at a at a new beginning. A rebranding? Can you rebrand it? Yeah, yeah. A new hope? Yes. Exactly. I, it's no, there can't be a new hope because it's Fable One was phenomenal. It's the Force Awakens then. Oh, okay. But I I, I can't wait for this. I I, I oh, I'm lost for words. I am oh. excited. I am happy. Just let's do this. By the way, it's gonna be on Xbox Game Pass. I know. I'm going to have to invest in the Game Pass now. Yes. Yes. From Turn 10 Studios, Forza Motorsports. I'm not a racing person. I don't know if y'all are, so if you are, take away. I personally love Forza Motorsports. So, uh, this game, I'm really excited about. It looks... I mean, it looks like you're watching a race on TV. It doesn't look like it's animated. Holy (laughs) crap. It is insane. Because they were running this one on full specs on the Xbox Series X, like you said earlier. And it's it's legit. Probably one of the best-looking games we have so far. Yeah, and and the racing games, like Forza Motorsports and Gran Turismo on Sony, on, on PlayStation, have both been, like, the best-looking realistic games out, probably ever. But this one looks, holy crap. It looks like it's changing the way games are made when it comes to, like, being photorealistic. Mm-hmm. If uh, if if everything shuts back down again and they do the uh, digital racing, they could just play this game. Just broadcast it to everybody. Forza, goodness. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I I think this looks really good. Also, ray tracing is going to be a big thing in this. So after that, we had the Gunk from Thunderful Publishing. This looks pretty good. The Gunk embark on a new adventure in a vast, toxic world. Will you encounter terrifying enemies and challenging puzzles on your quest to unravel the mysteries of the Forgotten Planet while saving it in the process? I like the art style of it. I like the fact yeah. you're a little steampunk girl. You've got yeah. that mechanical arm you're going around and you're sucking up like all this corrosion and whatnot yeah. on the planets. It looks good. I, I I have high hopes for this. I just like the art style of it. So it's uh it seems very uh action puzzly platformer to me. So I'm like, okay, I see you. It made me think of a uh, mixture between Luigi's Mansion and uh, Mario Sunshine. A little bit. Around, I can see that. Huh. Gunk, but with yeah. the ectoplasm uh, vacuum. Yeah, I, I can see that. that. But that's a good, uh, that's a good comparison. Oh, yeah, your word. Comparison. What did I say? I An said algae. algae. Oh, algae. It's, algae. A, it's a great algae. It's a great algae. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what you're talking about. Maybe. Uh, then we had Fantasy Star Online 2, the new Genesis. From Sega Corporation. I saw this and I, I, I thought it was fun. I thought the character's face was a little messed up. Like it was too like uh, anime. Like what people <laughs> would think anime looks like. It was too anime? Yeah, it was too anime. Like the big bulging eyes and like the little not so serious smile. I was just like, uh, okay. Well, isn't this a game straight out of Japan? Yeah. I mean, just look at those big bulging eyes. Look, I think it... I don't know why I haven't played it yet, but New Genesis is coming out for uh, Xbox Series X, so I guess I'll be looking into playing it sometime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played Fantasy Star back in the day. 
I played Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, think, I think it's amusing that uh, uh, Sega is making a game with Genesis Genesis in the name, trying to uh, be coy over there. The sequel will be the, the Fantasy Star uh, Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> I also find it interesting that uh, a lot of times. Uh, our flight in history, Sega and Sony always work together real, like real big. And then Sega's become kind of dropped off the face of the world for a while. And now they're releasing this game for just the Xbox, which I mean is a licensing thing because everybody's been trying to get it to America. And somehow Microsoft acquired the license to bring it, but or acquired the agreement with Sega to bring it. I don't know how it all works, but it said it's going to be at least, at least a launch exclusive. Well, I mean, if it's going to be there, then have at it. I, I thought it looked nice. So it's one of those games, like, I'll play, but I don't it's know a, how. It's an MMO, so. MMO? Yeah. It's an online, multi, uh, multi, massively multiplayer online RPG. So it's You know, MMO. I think it, from what I can tell, it kind of plays more like a regular RPG, but it's online. It gave me very, uh, oh, what is that one game for the... It's for Nintendo. It was on the Wii U, and then it came to the Switch. I mean, there is a Fantasy Star game for the Switch. No. Oh, that's going to bug the snot out of me until I know it now. Is an anime-style game? Yeah. Oh, Xenoblade. That's what it made me think of. Yeah. Made me think of Xenoblade. That's a game I haven't played, but probably should play. The closed beta is... You can sign up for the closed beta now. Oh, well. Xenoblade Chronicles. Yes, it does have the same vibes. Oh, you know what was really cool about Fantasy, Fantasy Star is the way they were switching weapons on the fly and continuing the fight like right there. Like, oh, here's a gun. Oh, here's a sword. Oh, here's a spear. Oh, here's a scythe. And you're just flipping through them. They all have different ranges and mobilities and he just changed them in midair and then attacking with it. And I'm like, oh, that's freaking cool. Reminds oh, you of uh, Sword Art Online? Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. And I'm a Sword Art junkie. Who isn't nowadays? Well, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Then we had Stalker 2. I mean, I never played Stalker 1, have y'all? I have not. Nope, never. But apparently it did so well that there's a 2. Yeah. So the Stalker is back. I don't know. Was, uh, I mean, it's the award-winning PC franchise franchise loved by millions of players. Yep, see? Look at there. It's got, it's got millions of players, and it's award-winning. So Stalker Probably. 2, they'll be coming out. Uh, we've got State of Decay 3 yep. by Undead Labs. That looked uh, that looked very promising. I like the trailer that they offered. It was just girl yeah. sitting there. She's got the what was it a crossbow? Yeah. And then she just looks down, sees the wolf being eaten, and then it's a deer eating the wolf. Mm. Then it does like that zombie scream. Yeah, and half its face was like decaying. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, that was cool. I wonder if that's where they got the name State of Decay. Huh. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just waiting for the uh, for the internet to be like State of Decay Three: Revenge of Bambi's Mom. Oh yeah, or Bambi. It's a coming. Hey, get on get onto that, Jonathan. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. I'll just make I'll make the memes. Make the meme and just go ahead and start posting them on uh, public Twitter pages. That's right. We'll share it. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Tetris Effect connected. Hey, there's always a new Tetris game with an Xbox release. I guess so. I mean. What was the premise behind this one, though? Was it like music based? Tetris, Tetris and music. Well, no, it's, I mean, yeah, I guess. Our so. hero with Tetris pieces. Was it was it music based? I believe so. I think all I know yeah. is that I saw somebody playing basically three Tetris squares or whatever rectangles maps. Whatever Tetris. they call them. Yeah, like 
at the same time. I mean, was it? Uh, it does say it is an all new co op competitive and online with local multiplayer modes. Yeah, looks like it'd be cool for a Tetris game. I don't know if it was just the way they edited it, edited it, but it looked like you had three people playing, and then those levels merged together. Um, yeah, maybe to that's become what one. And so it could be just editing, but that'd be that'd be pretty insane to have three people play on one board playing the same. Oh man. If we all replay Tetris at the exact same time, I think we'd kill one another. I mean, Tetris '99 was already madness. Now that because you had your own single board in Tetris '99, and then you see like other people playing around you, and if they got kicked out and you were in it, they could throw things into yours to like mess you up. Yeah, that was crazy. But having three people play on the same board—that's bonkers. That's three different pieces at the same time. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. And you have to kind of be on the same page because you want to knock out them them rows. Yeah. Warhammer 4000, Dark Tide. Dude, I totally forgot that Warhammer existed. <laughs> well, apparently there's like, I believe, over 10 installments of this damn game. Well, there's at least uh, 40,000, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably accurate, too. There's probably 40,000 installments. The, the, the Warhammer 40,000 that came out for the Xbox was actually a lot of fun. I just had forgotten about it. Well, it's coming out for the Xbox Series X. I, I mean, the Xbox One. Did I say just Xbox? Just the Xbox. I don't know if the one came out for just the Xbox. Not. Maybe the one I'm thinking of is for 360. I have no idea. And there's oh, one on that one, too. There was one that came out a number of years ago that I played, and I it was pretty fun. You're like an overpowered uh, United States Space Marine or whatever. Halo. So, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much, but less realistic. Okay. So then we have... Highly anticipated games and updates. Crossfire. I, I think Crossfire looks really good. I mean, it's a war it, game. Yeah, I was going to say, it gives me very war game vibes. It, it looks like a game that's not that knows they're not going to compete with Battlefield Call of Duty. Call of Duty, and they know it, so they're going to try to put in a really good uh, campaign instead of trying to put in this innovative, super crazy multiplayer. Even though it does have multiplayer, but... I think the multiplayer was free to play, wasn't it? Was that this one? Your guess is as good as mine. Well, don't quote me on it, but I think that one was free to play. Comment below if you know. <laughs> Great. Now we're going to get sued. False advertisement. <laughs> Destiny 2 Beyond Light. I gave up on Destiny a long time ago. I don't know about y'all. So I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, it's an expansion or an update for all the Destiny players. I know one of my buddies at work is going to be over the moon for this because he's a Destiny junkie. Also, Crossfire X is free to play multiplayer. There you go. We can quote you on that. Yes, I, I looked it up. Well, yeah, so okay. you can quote the internet on Xbox's website. Oh, see, even better. That's good source. It is a pretty good source, I'd say. Uh, yes, Destiny Two. I don't know. I've I've heard okay things about Destiny Two. So I I've played it a little bit, and my experience is skewed because the the, the download didn't download properly. And so the audio isn't synced. And when you're playing a shooter, you kind of need to know when you're being shot at. That's Not true. Three seconds later. That's true. It's like Not damage, much. damage. Pew, pew. Wait, what? Yeah. I played the first Destiny and it was a ton of fun. Why are you going to play Destiny? What did she do to you? What? I said, why you got to be playing Destiny? What did she do to you? Listen, she screwed me over a few times. So oh, I, had, okay. I had to get back. The new player. That's right. Play like a fiddle. Later. So one of my predictions. One of yours as well. Rare. They're coming out with a new game. Yeah. Hey. And Ever you were right. Both of you were right. Yep. It's uh, inspired by the beauty and natures of the world around us. Everwild is a brand new game and development from Rare. 
where unique and unforgettable experiences await you in the nature and magical world. You play as an Eternal who has the ability to build bonds across the world with all the different magics that connect nature and living things. Uh, looks pretty good. I found it nifty. I like the art style, and I just want to see how it evolves later in life with the uh, gameplay. Yeah, I agree. We didn't really get a we didn't get a really good look. I mean, it's basically just saying, oh, by the way, that we do have a game coming out. But you know Another what? Game. Rare, Rare back in the day was like like top notch. They were like to- yeah, like top notch games, like GameCube, Xbox days. No, oh, absolutely. One of my I favorite games on Xbox 360 was a Rare game, and it was Cameo. My favorite game ever ever is a rare game. See? Star Fox Adventures. Oh, if only they put that on the rare replay. Dude, I'd have bought it. <laughs> also, Red Dead Sea of Thieves, which was uh, really, really fun. Yeah. So their uh, recent Pirates stuff is like really for me. They just kind of disappeared for a while. They actually been working on this. Didn't they go out of business for a while? I'm not oh. 100% sure on that one. The Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts really didn't help them. And I think Sea of Thieves was their uh, big comeback. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like right before, let's see, in 2002, they were acquired by Rare. I mean, I mean by Microsoft. So maybe, I don't I don't know what happened before then. And they didn't do much after that. I mean, they had Cambio come out after that. But then yeah. they had like Perfect Dark Zero, which wasn't great. Viva Pinata, which I never played, but people said was pretty good. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, it was real fun. I like the party one and the one where you made your own pinatas. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here you go. In 2010, the company's focus shifted to the Xbox Live, Avatar, and Connect, releasing three Connect sports games. Maybe that's what happened. They just disappeared for a while, doing that kind of stuff. They're working on Connect games, and we all saw how well the Connect worked out. Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't really do much until uh, Rare Replay. After that, Jonathan, then, wasn't it you that showed us a photo of like some store using Xbox Connect like cameras to weigh something down? I can't think of what it was, but that sounds like something they would do. Yeah. Use the Kinect cameras to weigh down a banner or something. I forget what it was. Sounds about right. Yeah. I, I, I gave my Kinect to, to my brother because I don't use it. Yeah. The only thing the Kinect was cool for was like, hey, Xbox, record that. And that was all. That's yeah. all I ever used it for. I remember, right. remember when uh, Twitch was still young and me and you tried to do a streaming thing and on thingy. Yeah. On it, Michael. Yep. Yeah, that it that lasted for one one stream. One stream. And then that account never got touched again. Actually, no, that account morphed into the, the account I use now. It did? Yes, Bloodthringa is oh my the gosh. account. Oh my gosh, it hit puberty. <laughs> it did. It it hit puberty and became Bloodthringa. I just changed all like it was already on my email and stuff, so I just changed the pat like changed, changed the name everything. and everything. I updated it. Wow, look at you. That is called that is a full rebranding. You took what we started for probably three hours, and then you put everything you had into it, and look what you turned out with. Yeah, about 10 years later. <laughs> Man, if we can you imagine if 10 years ago we'd have been doing this? Because those people who are doing it 10 years ago are Ninja, Shroud, Pokimane, you know, all the people who are like huge. All the people who are rich. Yeah. Man, we could have been rich playing video games. I know. Shoot. Dang. Oh, well, maybe next time. Next from Miss City, and this one's actually coming out on July 28th of this year. So yeah. five days from us recording, uh, four days from this going live, Grounded. Yeah, I, and uh, I think you get to play it, or don't they give like a free trial or something? That I'm not 100% like a free sure. free beta on. or something? I can't remember. doesn't matter. It's it's coming, and it looks pretty good. 
Uh, it gave me, it gave me, of course, those Fortnite feels because it had the building aspect and you're making bases and whatnot. But you, it looks like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, mm-hmm. and you're going up against nature in your backyard, and it's like go out on to adventures uh, with you and a friend, leave them behind to be eaten by spiders, and then continue on solo. I, I totally, I got a Bugs Life vibes. You got Bugs yeah. Life. Yeah. See, it's well, just like playing in a in a Disney movie. Oh, absolutely! It's Honey, I <laughs> Shrunk the Kids and meets Bugs Life, which I think are they both Disney? I believe so. I think they are. I think uh, if not Disney, they were may have been Pixar, which is now owned by Disney. But right, right, right. Disney had their hand in them some way, shape, or form. Well, Bugs Life is definitely Disney a- and yeah, Pixar. I think, but Disney and Pixar collaborated together on so many things before Pixar was Disney's. But I don't know about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Even though there there is or was a show slash ride thing at Disney World called Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. But I don't. That, that doesn't mean it was necessarily owned by Disney. Hmm. hmm. I don't different know. Question, different show. This game definitely looked uh, interesting. Yeah. It's a, play it's a survival it. game that's yeah. set. It's a set in basically a backyard. It's a big backyard. I'm just saying. I, I thought it was really cool. Just it's just something stupid, but you saw like a kid's toy like half buried in the ground, but it was huge. Yeah, and uh, some of it was like uh, oh, what's that one word like where you give respect to something of the past? Paid it paid homage. Yes, paid homage. It paid homage to I believe it was beat 'em up toads. Oh yeah, yeah. Battle uh, toads. Battle toads. Yes, we did. Over here just pulling all the proper stuff. By the out. way, battle toads was a rare game. Yep, it's like that's paying homage. I learned to. I, I figured out a new word. Homage. Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it this trailer that said, "Are you ready for an epic game?" Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Cyber, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Are you Later ready this year? for this game this year? Then wait for Cyberpunk. <laughs> but if you're wait, if you're ready for the smallest game of the year, here it is. <laughs> yeah. That was like basically Obsidian being like, "Hey, Cyberpunk's gonna be the shit." Uh-huh. Yep. But then they made it a pun because. You're really tiny in this game, and I said this is the smallest game of the year. Yep. Do you get it? Because tiny and small, and they said it. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely uh, grounded in reality. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 If they mess up this game, they're going to be grounded for making other games. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> uh-huh. Budget's definitely shrunk. Oh. <laughs> Uh, from blooper team uh, holiday 2020 we have the medium I thought this was pretty nifty I like the physics and the mechanics inside the game Uh, it's like a dark mystery puzzle solver and you're basically living out you can either live it out now or you can use the physics and go into the alternate timeline of what is happening and you saw it play side by side to figure out what would happen like during that moment between now time and alternate time. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Cause like it'll be rendering both worlds at the same time and you'll be solving the puzzles in both realities. I think uh, this game is what um, Ratchet and Clank maybe for the PS4 where they're like, look at what we can do. Cause with Ratchet and Clank, it was the uh, instantly loading new worlds. Yeah. And this one, it'll be, Hey, two worlds side by side. Uh, no kidding. Instantly loading into a different world? <laughs> How about instantly to- loading two worlds at the same time? We are living in two different dimensions at the exact same time. 
Whoa. Mind blown. Speaking of Obsidian again. Yeah, I told you. Here's the DLC for the Outer Worlds. Pearl of Gorgon. Uh, it looks right. I mean, I haven't played the Outer Worlds, so I'm not 100% sure on it. Uh, it is on my wish list for my Switch because I know it's ported to Switch now. Yeah. But have you played it? No. Uh, I played it a little bit, but I think something else that I wanted to play came out like a week later. And so I haven't really touched it. I tried going back to it, but I was like, hmm, I probably going to just have to start all over again. And now I have a backlog. Uh, yeah, me too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty good. I just haven't played it. It's just, I mean, it's a spiritual successor to um, to Fallout, and those games are great. So I imagine it. I would enjoy it if I sat down and took the time to play it. I just haven't. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Oh, so you know that moment we were talking about earlier? Yeah. This was. Uh, <laughs> uh, one I know of the texted me and he's like, "Did you cream your pants after hearing about this game?" I was like, "La la 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 la." I haven't watched the show yet. Hold on. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be motivation to sit down and watch it. And as soon as I saw uh, Tim Schafer come on, and then I saw the like the little animation, I was like, this is double fine animation. I know this is double fine animation. It shoots a little double fine guy out. And then they're like, Jack Black is joining our team to play as one of the characters in our new game, Psychonauts <laughs> 2. And I'm surprised I didn't crash my car because I was watching on my drive home. <laughs> and then my phone did the stupid little YouTube ad, and I started screaming. Oh. It's like go away! I there don't so, care. So many YouTube ads. Oh my gosh, it was not stupid. Which isn't important because we're talking about Microsoft. No, we're talking about the uh, Psychonauts. Oh yeah, yeah. Screw ads. Psychonauts too. Hell yes. <laughs> Jack Black's a character in it. We got to see one of the new levels, uh, and and we got to see a Chronos time, which has never been in a Psychonauts game, but you saw like a it was some type of platform just like floating by and Raz basically froze it in midair with some type of chronostasis. And so oh, yeah. that gave us an idea of some of the new powers that we're going to be playing with in Psychonauts 2. I, I'm a massive fan behind this game. It was the very first game I ever owned when I bought my very first Xbox. And it's literally been on every system I could put it on ever since I had it. Just like Bioshock. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for this and I love that Jack Black sung the song and yes Dude, jet black is freaking talented he is i cannot wait and he's in psychonauts so i mean it's just that's just another thing that just makes him cooler and then our last game to wrap it up was tell me why which i believe is taking effect kind of like the uh other games gosh similar to life is strange yes life is strange thank you Gosh, it's like the little encyclopedia I always need when I get tongue-tied. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jonathan, what is that one word? <laughs> and he'll just automatically tell me, <laughs> or you're thinking of this. I'm like, yes. <laughs> thank you. Of homage. you pay homage. Oh, yeah. Life is strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. I don't, uh, it didn't hit me until just now, but I feel like uh, Tell Me Why is a, it's an odd choice for a name of a game because you've got, what is it, InSync? Tell me why ain't nothing but a... Oh, my. Well, I'm now thinking of tell me why in a way different way. Yep. But it's about a brother and sister who uh, have a supernatural bond. If like something very emotional happens to them, they start seeing these visions. And they're trying to figure out what happened, I guess, with their mom. But they had no the secret that their mom did something to the brother. But it's being released out in chapters. So 
I'm going to assume it's going to be four to five chapters for the whole entire thing. And we're roughly looking about, I'd say $29.99 for the first one and either $29.99 to $19.99 for every chapter after that. Once the whole entire thing is out, they'll probably release like a full bundled deal for $59.99. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. Uh, it's set in Alaska, so you know all things that are crazy happen in Alaska. I mean, the fourth kind happened in Alaska, so... Well, I mean, it's never dark there, so bound to go crazy. Dark in the winter? What's well, the winter? It's just always dark in the winter, and it's always light in the summer. But like we were told, not all the games that they... They couldn't hit every first-party uh, publisher that they had, so... There will be another conference later this year, and we'll cover that as well. But I feel like this was a great 56-minute little press conference. I loved everything that I got out of it. Yep. I can't I wait to play. see how they're going to... Uh, I can't wait to just basically see the games play in real time on my TV. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so excited. Yep. However, it has been great fun going because I literally got done watching this right before I came up here. So to get done with it and then have all this balled up excitement about talking about this stuff and then just boom, straight to the recording was really cool. Oh, yep. Sooner or later, we'll start doing live reactions. Oh, yes. Once we get like better at all this stuff, because they do this stuff during the freaking day, which kind of <laughs> sucks. Freaking work. So what we need to do is get is get make it. We need to we need to start making money with this stuff. So that we can be at home when all this stuff's going on, we can do live reactions. Oh, that'd be fun. Because I mean, the other day you were live tweeting the stuff uh, for PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation's the ordeal. I was at home, so I literally tweeted everything that they announced. That was cool. I I even enjoyed watching your tweets because I was at work, so I was literally keeping up by getting announcements on Twitter. All right. So with that, I've been Mike. You've been Mike. I've been Mike. Well, I was at one time and currently still am Patrick, also known as Bloodthringa, if you're looking for me on social medias. I'm oh, Bio Mosley on Twitter. Wow, I've what? got this episode all messed up. This is not episode 53, so I have to spell it out. B-L-O-D-H-T-H-R-I-N-G-A. Yes, episode 53 is still on the docket for me to no longer have to spell this out. So I will literally put little hashes in your name on the description of the episode. <laughs> yes. And thank you for joining us for this whole two-part episode. Jonathan, can anybody find you anywhere Do you want to plug? Uh, not really, no. I'm not uh, widely uh, on social media. Uh, maybe I'll work on that. Uh, hey. I mean, your puns and stuff would get you at least a decent following on Twitter. I mean, mm-hmm. what you do is set up for Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I am on social medias, but not many of the more popular ones if, if you've ever heard of iFunny I am I am on there he does have a good following uh, on funny like 1200 people follow me or something like that there you go 1300 so he's iFunny millions of likes see Jeez. I don't even have 100 people follow me on Twitter what's your name on iFunny for people who have the app I forget I am he's iFunny.com slash I forget no no, no, it's, no it's not. I think it's like monkey man 87 pretty sure that's what it is uh that's the year you were born, right? Yeah, Monkey Man eighty seven. I was right. There oh you go. man, I... yeah. So that's go. my Twitter account too, but uh, I don't really use it. No. Follow him on Twitter. He's eventually going to use it. Yeah. If not, <laughs> go to iFunny and follow Monkey Man eighty seven on iFunny. Yeah. Yeah. I make jokes. He does make jokes. He makes really good puns. Trust us. I don't know. We've seen them firsthand. I don't know how you come up with so many because I'm like, oh wow, I had a 
Nope, never would have thought of that. Nope. It's yeah. a delight. It is a delight. Ah, well, thank you so much for joining us on this little adventure of uh, the Xbox Game Show press yeah. conference of 2020. Yeah. It was it was fun. You're welcome back anytime. Absolutely. Cool. Sweet. Maybe I'll get myself a, a setup, my own mm-hmm. computer. Ooh, his so, own computer. Ooh. Could you, st- a Jonathan, with a with a setup? I yeah. feel like I feel like we'd be throwing too many ideas at him left and right. Like, try this uh, mic. No, get this stand. No, grab this camera. Go with this lighting. Nah, man, he's got to get the mic you have. That thing's excellent. Mm. I mean, this is a pretty excellent mic. Swoon. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> follow him on Twitter and I, funny guys. Ah, uh, and what's that? Famous way before we are, before we ever are. Just because he's funny, he's gonna be stand-up comedian before we we do anything with our lives. Friend, yeah. friend joins a, a, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> famous before they do. <laughs> On one episode. Gosh, That'd but be my luck. If he does get famous, we have an episode with him before he's famous. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We should get like or, a or ton more. of people listening. He decides to ever record another one with us again. Oh, yep. And then we have an exclusive deal with him to where he come on our show only. Oh, and see, it works out in our favor. We're abusing the friendship. Elusive podcast deal. Yes. Abuse that relationship. <laughs> I may look to see if uh, if Twitter has a puns account. It could just change my name because it's not really a personal account. It's a. It was a, originally just going to be a social media account. But like, look at me doing puns and stuff. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I, I wanted to keep the name brand that I had for my funny. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if that works, so just run with it. If anything, post your iFunny stuff on Twitter too and hashtag it. You, I mean, you could even, I don't know how, I don't know how iFunny works, but you could even link your Twitter. Like you have a yeah. profile on iFunny, don't you? So you can put like a, a Twitter link in there. And Yeah, I do. Yeah, see? And I'm, I may have it linked. Um, I am literally not logged into iFunny, even though I have it and I look at it. My brother sends me iFunny stuff all the time. And then I try to look at it. It's like, download the app. And I was like, ah, I don't got room. <laughs> if you can even download it. Sometimes it like it's not even available to download. Even though I think that's pretty much been fixed, right? Don't they usually let you download it now? I know there was a period where you couldn't download it. They were uh, to put it in the PG version. They were fixing some things. Oh yes, yes. Okay, so iFunny. If if you don't know, if nobody has iFunny, it's basically the TikTok of memes. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the, in my opinion, major uh, formats for memes. You've got Reddit, uh, of course, but then a lot of stuff comes through iFunny. Um, yeah. And there are people on iFunny who have hundreds of thousands of, of, uh, of subscribers, so it's not like it's a uh, small platform. Oh, no, it's it's legit. So cool. Check it out. Yep, get check some, out iFunny. MonkeyMan87 might soon come to Twitter. Who knows? I don't know why I'm doing this accent. Yeah, you gained an accent. I don't know what happened. I know, that was weird. And with that, this has been episode 28 of the XXXB podcast, the Xbox Game Show Conference. We want to thank you all for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, follow, retweet, anything to help us out with the social following, gathering, I don't know. And on that note, I'd say have a good day or night. All right. See y'all. Peace. Yeah.